Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. So what I'm saying is that everything out there has got like a flavor attached to it at this point. So why not have grape-flavored paper towels and call them graper towels? Hashtag graper towels. Because aren't you tired of having the paper towels with no flavor in them? I don't know. I don't chew on the paper towels. You don't? No. I don't. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Morning After with Nick and Big J. It is Tuesday, the 19th day of July, 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Making me second guess my get-rich-quick scheme, but it is appreciated (laughs) that you are here along with us. Hopefully, it was a good start of the week for you. Big J, are you rested today? Did you get your full amount of sleep? Uh, I mean, mostly. Did you power nap yesterday? No, no, no nap. What? Just powered right through, huh? Was it a busy afternoon or something? Yeah. Well, that happens from time to time. I you guess. have things to do. Family that relies on you. Running around that has to be done. Chores that probably had to be did, right? Uh, sure. I pulled weeds yesterday. God, I hate that so damn yeah, much. gross. It's just the worst. But I have, like, this... Uh, <laughs> I call it the danger zone. It, it, it's like an unincorporated part of like the side of my house. Like I, I've got one, you know, basically I have a corner lot and my backyard's great. My front yard's great. Side yard with neighbors is great. And then I have this kind of like, I don't know, like a three foot area behind the side of my house and the fence where really nobody near, nothing should tread like the air conditioners over there and stuff like that. And it gets to be like Jumanji in there. And I went in there and took like a sickle to it yesterday. It was not fun. Do not recommend But we are here, we are accounted for, we are ready to go, and hopefully you are as well. It's Streaming Dumbass Day, we're going to need your help selecting a movie for Big J to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. We will do that before we hit 7 o'clock today. We have a chance for you to go to Pop Evil, as well as our X-Fest Battle of the Bands coming up on July the 29th. That is just a little over a week away. Ten days, as a matter of fact. We need to find the local opener for X-Fest on the 21st of August, which, oh, by the way, Big J, is almost a month away itself. One month away. Yeah, from X-Fest 2022. So get ready to live, friends, because it's going to be bananas. And, of course, we also have some more fun and excitement to be played over the course of the show today. But we play music on this show. It is one of the staples of it. We'll kick things off with some Alice in Chains. It is Man in the Box here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. The X Rocks. With Nick and Big J. Well, it was quite a hubbubaloo around here yesterday, around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. That's because the Boise Fire Department had to battle a fire that broke out in the outlet yard of the Idaho Youth Ranch, which is really right across this freeway from where the studios are. Fire was reported around 2 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, right around Orchard and Curtis. And it was where the warehouse pretty much collapsed. Uh, and that's where it sounded like the fire probably originated. So. 
they were battling the fire on the outside of the building because it was advanced fire conditions of the structure fire by the time the fire department get there. And uh, they wanted the public to avoid the area. I mean, you could see the smoke for miles. As a matter of fact, I do believe there's still some residual smoke in and around the area off the freeway, at least it seemed that way. I don't know if it's related to the fire, but it certainly is very smoky around here. And given the flammable amount of material in the warehouse, they probably had crews until about 3, 4 o'clock in the morning last night just making sure it didn't, you know, fire back up. Yeah, crazy. So apparently it happened near a carport container and it spread pretty pretty quickly. Uh, Staff were evacuated and were pretty much just watching it by a grassy field. Extent of the damage is currently unknown, but we do know it affected some of the donated goods. So the Idaho Youth Ranch, I'm sure, will keep us updated for it. But that was what all the smoke was that maybe you saw bellowing through the sky or saw on social media. It was the Idaho Youth Ranch, kind of like their holding area that had some trouble yesterday. So some details coming. Glad everybody made it out safe. No injuries were reported or anything like that. So that's the good news. The bad news is we have to wait to see how much damage was done. Juan Soto turned down a $440 million contract before the season, bet on himself a little bit. Now he's a home run derby champ, the second youngest ever to win it on the eve of the All-Star game, which of course is tonight. He ended up beating Julio Rodrigo of the Mariners, 19-18, the final at Dodger Stadium. Although, it was not without controversy, Big J. Oh, no. Apparently, ESPN had the actual home run total wrong between Jose Ramirez and Albert Pujols in the second round. And they let Albert Pujols go by, even though it was technically tied. And then the home run that Juan Soto won the home run derby on, actually. Apparently, uh, the pitch came after the clock had expired, but they counted in any way to give it to him. I think they just wanted it to be over, if we're being perfectly honest, uh, because the All-Star Games home run derby can go on forever these days. And so... Uh, There was a little bit of controversy, but at the end of the day, it's just an exhibition and nobody really cares that much about it. But Juan Soto uh, could have been a very, very rich man. I'm guessing he probably still will be, no doubt about it. Home run derby titles don't hurt. Uh, Pete Alonso, the defending two-time champion, got eliminated in the second round, so there was no three-peat for the first time ever in the uh, home run derby. But everybody is excited to see the All-Star game today, except for you and I, Big J, but it's going to happen. Clayton Kershaw will start for the National League, and the Rays' Shane McClanahan will uh, tow the rubber for the American League. Of course, uh, Shohei Otani will lead off for the AL as a designated hitter, but he will not be pitching this year, so you'll just see him at the plate. Sorry. It is just an exhibition. And you know those angels. They're right in the middle of a title hunt. No, they're terrible. (laughs) So they don't want to. Nothing changes. But you certainly don't want the only reason that people go to the ballpark to get hurt in the All-Star game. That's for sure. If you are the Angels, you want him, everybody to get out as healthy as possible. And the less he's on the field, the more likely he will leave their health. Yeah, what a tragedy that would be. Oh, it's happened before. People get hurt in the All-Star game. It's not fun. Well, especially if you're the Angels. Correct. I mean, they usually only have one real player you want to go see. Well, Trout counts too, but he's already not taking part. But for a while, it was just him. Yes, that is correct. Now there's two of them, but they're still... Not good. Yeah, it gives you an idea of how how much a team sport baseball is. Yes, yeah, they probably have the two best players in baseball currently, and they are awful. According to Entertainment Tonight, Quinta Brunson and ABC are being sued by Christine Davis for copyright infringement. Quinta Brunson is the creator of Abbott Elementary, and the lawsuit uh, kind of states that Abbott Elementary is a knockoff of Davis's show that was titled The School Year, which basically was the exact same premise but never got picked up by a network. 
but it did make the rounds and had a couple of things in development and so they she believes that somebody got an eye on the script and then kind of tweaked it a little bit and made Abbott Elementary and turned it into a very successful show. We'll see what ends up happening. All this comes just days after it was nominated for seven Emmy Awards, so uh, this could be an attention-seeking thing, or there could be some truth to it. Who knows? But, uh, as we've said a million times on this show, Big J, there's no such thing as original ideas anymore. Pretty much. Probably not. Everything's been done. You just gotta copy it and copy it very, very carefully. Morning After with Nick and Big J, there's your important stuff. You're up to date on all the stuff. It's streaming dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Collective listeners of the morning after, we need your help. We need you to select a movie to have Big J watch this evening for a little thing called streaming dumbass. He'll give you a review of, uh, of it around this time tomorrow, but it is up to you which movie he sees. I'm going to list off the descriptions of three movies. I will not give you the title. I will not give you the stars. I refuse to give you from the producers of information. It's just a very brief plot description. Refuses to do it. Given to us from the streaming service on which you can find that movie. It's their way of trying to talk you into seeing the movie. Based on that description, I need you to text which movie you want Big J to watch. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three to the TDS Fiber text line, which is 208-287-1003. The more people vote, the better we all are. So we need a bunch of you to vote in and weigh in on your opinion. Big J will tabulate the votes, and he will tell you which movie you have decided for him to watch, and he will follow those orders as he's done throughout the entire streaming dumbass career. Are you ready, Big J? I'm ready. Movie number one. Desperate to take care of his pregnant wife before a terminal illness can take his life, Dodge accepts an offer to participate in a deadly game where he soon discovers he's not the hunter. He's the prey. Oh, surviving the game too. Movie number one. A competitive gamer's impressive skills have landed them a place on the university's uber-dominant esports team. Told they'll never be a starting player, they decide to form their own team to take down the old guard at the national championship. The life of Adam. Movie number three. A CIA agent joins forces with a rival German agent, a cutting-edge service computer specialist, and a psychologist when a top-secret weapon falls into the hands of a group of mercenaries. Together, they embark on a breakneck mission to save the world while staying one step ahead of a mysterious figure who's tracking their every move. Wow, man. The, all these, these three all to me sound like winners. It's good news for me. So all you need to do is decide which one of these winners would you like Big J to watch. Movie number one, Overcoming Esports BS. Movie number two, Surviving the Game. Or movie number three, CIA Secret Mission. These are your choices. Text on in which movie you would like Big J to watch. We will tabulate the votes and reveal the titles of all the movies, including the winner, next on the X-Rocks. Some Soundgarden here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got to reveal the titles of the movies for streaming dumbass. But first, is there a clear and decisive winner, Big J? Yes, yes, there is a clear and decisive winner here. What movie came in last place? Uh, receiving zero votes. Oh, damn. Uh, the Story of Adam, movie number two. Nobody cares about gaming in this community. Big J, that movie is called One Up. It stars Paris Barachek and Ruby Rose. It is available for you to stream Aww. on Amazon Prime if you'd like to watch it. It is available for you. Uh, so you can watch that on your own time because apparently they do not want you to. 
Uh, what movie came in second place? That would be movie number three. Movie CIA. number three is available at several different streamers, but it is called The 355. That's your all-star cast with uh, Academy Award winner Jessica Chastain. Penelope Cruz is in it as well. Viola Davis. Uh, it was available for you to stream on Amazon or Peacock, among others. 355 but, to Yuma? Uh, nope, just The 355. That's The 310 to Yuma. Uh, so it sounds like you're going to be watching movie number one, huh, Big Yeah, Jay? that's right, man. Uh, I need you to be very careful with this because it's got a very common movie title. You need to make sure you're watching this the right one when you search for this tonight. It is called Most Dangerous Game. It's got Liam Hemsworth and Christoph Waltz in it. It's the movie that's oh, uh, available on Amazon Prime. That is the one that you'll be watching. But if you search it by title, you're gonna. I, I did it just now. There's like seven different movies that come up. A lot of them old. So make sure you're watching the right one. It is the most recent movie called Most Dangerous Game. Not the most dangerous game. Most Dangerous Game. So if you want to play along, that's the movie you're going to watch on Amazon. Most Dangerous Game. And Big J will watch it tonight, review it for you, and let you know if it's at all worth your time right around this time tomorrow. So that's the movie you're looking for if you want to play the home game. In the news today. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Could you do me a small favor, Big J? No. Fine. Okay, what do you want? Don't call it a comeback. I refuse. Five years after it filed for bankruptcy and a year and a half after it closed its last two physical stores in the United States, guess what chain is coming back, baby? Uh, Sears. Close. Toys R Us. Oh, from the dash is like a phoenix. Yeah. With the toys. Yeah. Toys R Us will be making a comeback just in time for Christmas. Toys R Us and Macy's announced yesterday that Toys R Us will open up shops inside every single Macy's store in the United States by mid-October. Part of a rollout that began last year, the in-store shops will range in size from 1,000 square feet to about 10,000 square feet and will feature a life-size Jeffrey Giraffe sitting on a bench for families to take a picture with him and do all sorts of ungodly things on social media, I'm sure. (coughs) Toy sales have shot up during the pandemic, driven in part by stimulus checks and, of course, all sorts of other things. And so uh, now they feel is the time to bring back the Toys R Us. Now, I ask you, because I haven't been in a long time, I'm sorry. Is Macy still open at the Boise Town Square Mall? I, I have no idea. Who you asking? Well, I mean, Mr. I think... Department store over here? Hey, you do a lot more running around with the family than I do on my own. I thought maybe you may have had to make a trip to the mall or Listen, something. You might have I saw feel the bad because I want to support local places. But, I, I mean, we have I haven't been to the mall for a long time. Well, listen. Uh, a couple years. My kid worked there for a little bit. Right. That's what I, I was kind of thinking. But even like, then, it was like a shadow of what it used to be. Sure. So uh, I do not know, and this is bad for me as well, I do not know if the Macy's is still open. I thought maybe it closed. If, if, it is, if you know, shoot us off a ch- uh, text message to the TDS Fiber text line. Yes, please. Let's Let know. us know if we're going to have a Toys R Us in town. Because we so used to be inside the Macy's. It, it's well, that's the way they're coming back. Toys R Us will now be inside all Macy's across the United States. Now, whether or not we have one in the Treasure Valley, that is up for debate. So once Macy's finally goes under, Toys R Us will also once again yes. go under. I believe they're both polishing brass in the Titanic, yes, but you never know. Okay. Will you care about the Olympics if they're in the United States, Big Jim? No. So you have you are you passed the point of caring about the Olympics? Yeah, no. I hope we win all the medals. Go, go USA. But you don't want any part. Yeah. The 2028 Los Angeles Summer Olympics, still six years off, but the dates were officially revealed yesterday. 
that uh, it's going to happen on July 14th and go through July 30th of 2028. Uh, of course, the Paralympic Games will be from the August 15th to the 27th. Last time Los Angeles hosted the Olympics was 1984. They did so in 1932 as well. So they're getting ready for it and building all the stuff that needs to be built and uh, causing all the messes that the Olympics cause when you host the set as the host city. But they're doing it. Look out. And it's happening in 2028. Hey, good news. The Macy's is still open. All right. Then there will be a Toys R Us. Thank you, all you folks out there that text us. Inside the Boise Town Square Mall. Now you know. Big J Limp Bizkit are delaying their planned summer tour of the UK and Europe because Fred Durst has got some medical rest he needs to take, at least according to his doctor. Uh, over the weekend, he posted a message on social media writing that for personal health conditions based on medical advice given by his personal physician to take an immediate break from touring, Limp Bizkit will postpone the 2022 UK and European tour. Uh, don't know what's happening. We just said that he did post a video saying he needs some additional testing and apologize for the inconvenience. So we'll see what ends up happening. He didn't go into details about the health concerns, but he says he's wishing everybody the best and he knows everything's going to be okay. So there's that. He does say that he has plans to make up the postponed tour dates when he can, but no plans, of course, were offered. So here's hoping Fred Durst is okay. Yeah, Big J? Yeah, no kidding, man, because this is... Now, I assume that the previous time that they had to stop was COVID-based in the last year, but uh, maybe he's, uh, you know, struggling with something that he doesn't want to talk about. Certainly hope he's okay, and I'm sure he'll come out about it when the time is right, but just know if you were heading to Europe to see Limp Bizkit, you're going to have to wait. The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We're headed to Connecticut for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Connecticut. And they say that chivalry is dead. Yeah, they say that. But, like, I'm not here to brag, but I've always been the kind of dude that will hold the door open for somebody, man, woman, or child, doesn't matter to me. Yeah. If somebody is in my general vicinity and they are headed where I'm headed or we're going in the same direction, I will happily hold the door open for you. Yeah, you're old-fashioned. I've got no problem with that. Uh, It does not bother me. I feel like it's kind, and it's literally the least I can do. But... I don't know if I necessarily expect anything when that happens. Like, I mean, if I get a thank you or a head bob, that's fine. But I'm not here to tell you, like, hey, listen, man, I put in the effort holding up the door. I better get some sort of recognition for it. But apparently uh, Joshua Murray of Connecticut and I are on two different wavelengths because he did that exact same thing. The kind gesture decided to hold open the door for a couple ladies that were walking into a family dollar store there in Connecticut. But he didn't get any recognition for doing so. So the 25-year-old was arrested after he pointed a gun at two women that he held the door open for because neither one of them said thank you to him. Uh, That is not how you react to that situation. I mean, I realize that manners may be a thing of the past and we are, you know, getting a little bit further away from decorum and doing things that are the proper way, but... Uh, that seems like a really questionable way to teach somebody a lesson. Manners maketh man. Uh, true, but it also makes this guy arrested because he is going to jail. Not only uh, for doing that, because that's not a proper response, he also didn't have a permit for the gun that he was carrying, and so he has been charged with a felony. He's currently locked up there in Connecticut on a $25,000 bond because none of his family will bail him out. Are you interested, Big Jay? No. All right, well, he's awaiting his day in court. I wonder who's going to open the door for him there. 
No one! Yeah, you better be thanking the bailiff as they let him in and out of the courtroom because he'll be cuffed. He can't open up the door himself. Uh, now, I know that a thank you is always nice, but if you're expecting that kind of response and that's how you react when you don't get one, don't be opening up doors for people, man. People also really are like zero to 100. Yes. You are no, I mean, correct. all right, okay, no thank you. I right. mean, that could be the response. No thank you. Or it's, even it's, like, hey, you're welcome. Like, like yeah. a real passive aggressive way. That's fine. You can handle it and you can get out your feelings. But then going from like not that to pulling a gun on a couple of people, yes, that is yeah. zero to yeah, one. Hey, hey, ladies, what do you think now as I sit here and hold my gun in my hand? Huh? Yeah. How you like me now? I mean, you know you're going to go to jail. What's going to happen there? I don't know. People losing their damn minds. Everybody needs to take it down a notch. We're all sitting at like a nine. We need this all like a solid six. So take it easy. At this point, take it eight. And if uh, if holding the door open and not getting a thank you is going to trigger you, you need to not do that, guy. Yeah, uh, go find stay another in your house. Go back to your house. Stay there. Right. Whatever you were getting at Family Dollar ain't that important. Wait, it was a family dollar? It was a family dollar. Oh, man. (laughs) Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Hollywood Beef next on the X-Rock. That is Green Day and American Idiot here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. We're going to talk a little bit about Hollywood Beefs today, although technically this one isn't that big of one. I believe they're trying to blow it up into something. But uh, a gentleman named Joe Dante is making the runs over the course of the last couple of months uh, because he has got a brand new cartoon out. Now, Joe Dante, a fairly famous film director from our childhood years, Big J. You may be familiar with uh, some of the work that he did. He directed the original Piranha movie. He also directed <laughs> no. a little bit of uh, a franchise called Gremlins 1 and 2. You familiar with those Oh, movies? yes, yes. And Gremlins, he of has got a new cartoon out that is about the origin of the Mogwai, which is, of course, Gizmo from the Gremlins movie. So he's at a lot of Comic-Cons and things like that. And somebody brought up something at one of these Q&As that has basically caught fire, and that is they asked Joe Dante's opinion on Baby Yoda. And his quote that's making the rounds is that, uh, you know, he's like, listen, if we're being honest, Baby Yoda looks exactly like Gizmo. It is a straight-out ripoff of the Gremlins thing that we've done. Big eyes, big ears, all that. It doesn't really look anything like the grown-up Yoda. It's got a very Gizmo-like quality. Well, I disagree well, with I that. Well, I mean, it's got I, the color. It looks but, very much like Yoda. But it doesn't look... I mean, Yoda's ears are very different than where what's going on with, with Baby Yoda's ears, and the eyes certainly are different as well. And uh, the other thing is... You know, uh, Grogu isn't a baby. That's the other side of things. We called him Baby Yoda forever, but he, the the show goes out of their way to let you know that it's 400 years old. So it, it's not a baby by any stretch, but younger in the 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 species of of Yodas, whatever they're called. We haven't gotten into that yet. But uh, but Joe also says that you know that's the quote that's making the rounds. But he does say that Favreau reached out to him and said, "Hey, listen, we're going to take some of this design." Like they're very honest and upfront about. Uh, taking Gizmo from the Gremlins and making it look like Yoda. So uh, he says that everything is fine. There's no real actual animosity there. But, you know, you can't look at Baby Yoda and not think Gizmo from the Gremlins. It's just the way that he is. I can. Uh, How come? 
And everybody is involved in saying that's exactly what it is. Yeah, that's right. You can't tell me how I feel about something when I look at it. Well, nobody's asking you to feel anything. It's just a fact that they have some similarities. That's all. Uh, And so, you know, it's one of those deals where as Joe starts to make the actual rounds and talking about the new Gizmo cartoon and the new Mogwai cartoon, uh, that, that people are starting to think that there is some animosity there, but he wants to say no permission was asked and granted everything is fine but if those of you that see some similarities between gizmo and grogu it makes sense there's supposed to be some so i hadn't heard about that part the uh-huh. the, the part about favreau going to them and talking to them because uh, i just saw this starting to peak up on social media i'm like oh here we go again right right uh there's some sort of thing but no the the actual the, the truth of the matter is everybody is okay but you can see it and it is one of those deals where that's okay too i mean listen certainly uh, also an attitude we we also yes that's that's for sure there is there's certainly a little bit of that but we always have this idea that everything is even though we are experiencing something for the first time everything is an original idea but the reality of it is you could probably go back and there's influences on every character that has been created throughout time that you can go back to it's just like star wars is a direct ripoff of john carter from mars it's the way that it goes in this world of creative it's a things rip off of the bible and so there's all sorts of crazy stuff that goes on that that pulls things from stuff and you know we also remember that a lot of people today that are watching star wars for the first time and just getting into the mandalorian they've never seen gremlins i mean it's from 1984 do you know what i mean yeah there's a lot of people out there that are experiencing baby yoda and Grogu that don't have any idea. Remember when we talked to what's his name? The I need more. The guy from Gremlins. We talked to the lead actor from Gremlins. Remember? Yes, we talked to Billy. Yeah, Billy from Zach uh, Zach Gilligan. We talked to him from Gremlins. Absolutely. Uh, we did not talk to him about Baby Yoda. I however. barely remember that. It was before the time. Yeah, you didn't remember his name. Just he was the guy from the Gremlins. Morning after with Nick that's, and that's Big B+ J. Plus material for me. That is true. That's more than we usually get. <laughs> Stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. I don't think I need to tell you, Big J, but there's a new trend in physical fitness that is taking the world by storm. Oh, really? Yeah. It's called walking like a dog. You ever tried it? Walk like a dog. Talk like a no. I haven't tried it. Is that a Frankie Valley reference or me? Or maybe. I don't even know what you're referencing. Keep it, keep it down. <laughs> Uh, Nathan Nolan is a personal trainer, and he started this fad, and apparently it has started to take off, and that is basically uh, where he has instructed people to walk like a dog on all fours for about a half an hour every day. Uh, he says that it helps with mobility, it helps with back pain, it helps with stretching, it helps with uh, giving him a little bit more of a ripped body and uh, you know stretching out muscles he's never done before. Now, it's kind of like, if you will, watching a dog kind of run, not necessarily doing zoomies, but you know how dogs kind of have this little gait to them? Yeah. When they're, you know, they're doing the front two paws and the back two paws to get him going. That's the way that he runs around and says that it has changed his life. And he's got a lot of people following his way and saying, hey, you know what? It's helped a lot with my back pain. I even do it in public. Doesn't matter. Let's just go. So now they're encouraging everybody to try out the All Force Challenge. Any takers, Big Jay? No. You don't believe him? I mean, I don't know what to think. You need more evidence? Can I give you another Frankie Valley song? Yes. Can I push you over the edge? All right. Yes. Uh, I know, I'm all out. <laughs> One, so I was thinking of, uh, I can't remember the name of the song, 1963, December, September 1st, 1963, something like that. 
Washington Nationals outfielder Juan Soto won the home run derby for the first time last night on the eve of the All-Star game, which of course is happening tonight. Soto beat Seattle Mariners rookie Julio Rodrigo 19-18 in the final at Dodger Stadium. They made it through the previous round. They removed eight competitors in all. Total of 53 homers were hidden by Juan Soto in the victory, beating each of his three opponents. So pretty impressive run to give him the title. He, of course, is very young and the second youngest ever to do it and had turned down a $440 million contract by the Washington Nationals before the season. So we'll see if he can't turn that into some money. We do have the All-Star game tonight in the world of baseball. Clayton Kershaw v. Shane McClanahan for the National League and the American League. Uh, of course, the big twist will be Shohei Atani. He'll be playing, but only playing DH. No pitching this year for the American League. But the game is on Fox if you'd like to watch it. Amelia Clark, the mother of dragons, Big J, opening up about some medical issues that she had while going through Game of Thrones. She was talking to BBC Morning, and she was plugging her new movie, Me Before You. And it's pretty well known at this point that she had a couple of brain aneurysms during the filming of Game of Thrones. Uh, one in 2011 and one in 2013. Now, uh, she has always stressed that there's no such thing as a minor brain embolism. It's still a pretty significant thing. But the fact that she battled through and survived too, she was talking about how truly rare and significant it is. She did say that it was some of the worst pain she's ever experienced in her life. But it was nice to have Game of Thrones to come back to when she was recovering so she had something else to focus on. But she is being honest about, you know, how difficult it was to come back from those and how really lucky she was to do it. Because she said, you know, it's it's rare enough to come back from one brain embolism and also like not have any cognitive issues. But she was able to come back from two. And she says that she still has they had to take out a bunch of her brain. She had open, you know, she had to do brain yeah. surgery a couple times to fix this up and so she says that there are chunks of her brain that are missing but the fact that she can still talk understand things has memory about a lot of stuff is you know testament to the medical professionals that helped her out and the fact that you know she went through a lot of stuff to do it but she wants people to know that it was not easy and it's one of those things that's not preventable i mean there's nothing she could have done aneurysms just happen but she's you know really really opening up about it so it's pretty harrowing to realize what she went through those couple of times can't even imagine scary what that was like for sure but more power to her the fact that she's still able to do what she does and do so at a high you know ability is pretty damn amazing so me before you is the movie if you want to check out what she's up to post game of thrones back down on the morning after with nick and big J. and morning after prize package incoming we have tickets to go see our uh show with pop evil which is happening uh august 6th saturday at the knitting factory we get you set up with tickets to that it'll be a great show and then july 29th coming up here is our battle of the band show at the rev center for x fest 22 so uh looking for one of these bands to open up for x fest we need you to go and vote there that night at the Rev Center. In order to do that, you need tickets. So here you go. Here's a chance to get these tickets for free. Beat Nick and Pop Culture Smackdown. It is a concert double team supreme. 208-287-1003 is our phone number if you think you got what it takes to defeat yours truly at Pop Culture Smackdown, which has been easy the last couple of times. Hello, the X. How are you guys doing today? We're hanging in there, brother. What's your name? Michael. All right, Michael. Good luck. The Iron Chef America TV shows are modeled after Iron Chef shows originating in what country? 
Oh my god. Are you cuisine? I am, uh. <laughs> I'm gonna say. Uh, Japan. There you go. All right. Good one. Good guess. <laughs> uh, let's see. Nick, I, and these are questions I legitimately think you might know, but they are difficult, okay? Because <sighs> you're the top of the. The heap, you know what I mean? When it comes to pop culture smackdown, no. the creators of the Oregon Trail, Nick, attempted to recreate the success of Oregon Trail with a couple follow-up games highlighting some of the famous other trails. Can you name one of the two attempts? Other trails. So, uh, yes, uh, with other famous. No. Um. As a matter of fact, I can't even think of another trail. Outside of the Oregon Trail, is trail in the title? Yes. Yeah, I'm an I'm F. There's no way. Um, uh, I mean, think of a mountain range. Just throw it out there. The Appalachian Trail. No, no. But that was my guess, though. <laughs> Thanks, That's man. what I was thinking. That's what I would have said. Uh, what's the answer? The answer here are the two: the Yukon Trail. Okay. And the Amazon right. Trail. I never heard of either right. of those. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't exactly hit with the kind of success that Oregon Trail did. What mountains are you talking about? Uh, the Yukon Mountain. Is that a mountain? Yeah, of course. Where, where are the Yukon Mountains? The Yukon Mountains are in Alaska. I don't know much about that. I'm making that up. I don't know for sure. <laughs> are they an actual mountain range? <laughs> you believed me. Well, uh, you're I don't giving know. me hints. I, I'm guessing yes. Okay. Stop giving me hints if you don't know for sure where you're going to be. Well, you already lost. Well, yeah, but I I only said Appalachian. If you would have said, like, think e-commerce, I would have said Amazon. That would have been a better hint than maybe it's mountains, maybe it's not. Michael, congratulations. You got tickets to go check out the X-Fest Battle of the Bands and Pop Evil. Please hold on one second. We'll make sure you're set and good to go there. We will come back with some headlines. That's happening next in the (laughs) X-Rocks. Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda. Need a car loan do-over? Get online pre-approval with the iPreCheck button at GoTeamMazda.com. You know the one you heard about on the X all the time? Check it out for yourself at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows. Maybe try therapy. This is how it starts. And time to make the donuts. Time to make the donuts. If bears coming into your kitchen to get something to eat has been a problem for you in the past, you might want to think twice about leaving some donuts out on your kitchen counter. Alice Taylor of Morovia, California, heard some noise in her kitchen. It turned out to be a mama bear and a little teeny tiny baby bear chomping down on a box of donuts that was left out on the counter. The bears must have smelled them from the outside because they did end up breaking through the screen door and walked right into the house. (laughs) Taylor said she made a lot of noise, which scared them off, and they left the house right through the open window. Taylor said it's not the first time she's caught these bears chowing down in her kitchen, so yeah... Maybe close the, the 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 actual glass door as well. Like, I mean, that only needs to happen once before I put my house on operation lockdown, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I know you want to enjoy the mountain air and probably the great scenery, but, like, I don't want to get attacked by a bear in your own home. So you're going to have to weigh the good and the bad there. And maybe, just maybe, shut that patio door. And don't just let the screen open because they can bust right through. It's not going to be much of an obstacle for a bear, you understand? Yeah, I do. But who can blame them, right? Donuts can be good from time to time. So I suppose easy food. Why not make the bear at home or get a bear chair? One of the two. Maybe try therapy or this is how it starts. This is how it starts. I would like to introduce you to a robot dog that has reflexes that taught it how to walk in exactly one hour. 
It's been built by scientists. Researchers in Germany say the canine creation they called Morty learns to walk quickly because it makes good use of its virtual spinal cord that they invented. Uh, the German team built the fast-learning four-legged friend in a bid to, win to figure out how animals in nature learn to walk. See, animals are born with muscle coordination networks in their spinal cord, learning precisely how to use their leg muscles in a matter of seconds and sometimes minutes. That's how they can come out and start walking right away. You know, with humans, it takes a little while for us to figure out how to walk. But baby animals begin their lives relying on their spinal cord reflexes, and so the scientists wanted to duplicate it, and boom, they were able to create a walking dog in less than an hour thanks to a virtual spinal cord. So they don't know what this is going to happen in the future or how this will assist, but they're thinking it's a step in the right direction. And then it's a matter of time before these uh, robot canines, of course, turn on their owners, Big J. That would be us. And make quick meals of us. Or they protect us. Could very well be. Not a lot of movies about that, though. Not yet. Wrap it up with maybe try therapy. You've heard of these break bars. Yes, Big J, we used to have one not too far away from this radio station for a while. It was where you could uh, customers would come in and they would destroy stuff in like a rage room. Oh, yes. Okay. And there was a place called the Break Bar in New York City. And one customer there, Annalise Sinewald, is now suing that place because she was injured during one of these smash sessions. While she and her friend were apparently crushing things with crowbars and hammers, uh, she was cut pretty badly by a piece of broken glass, which actually severed a tendon in her finger. She had to undergo surgery. She's still undergoing six months of physical therapy, but now she's filed the lawsuit against the break bar, suing the company for negligence. Of course, officials say she's going to have a tough time winning this lawsuit because uh, much like every place that has these, if you're going to go into a rage you know, room, you have to sign basically a waiver saying, hey, I, I, we're taking precautions, but if I get hurt, it's on me. And she signed that. Now, it sucks that you got hurt, but... That's what those waivers are exactly for. Is her name Annie Lennox? Uh, no, she wasn't walking on broken glass. It was an actual tendon in her finger. <laughs> shame on you for referencing that, and shame on me for picking it up. Uh. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all of that stuff. Here's traffic. I'm on fire! No, what year are you in, I guess, is my real question. I don't know. I my... You're referencing Wait. Annie Lennox and Frankie Valley today? I mean, all Listen, over I'm just the, going where it goes. None of them rock songs, or artists for that matter. Being uh, a goofball. How Sorry, about we geez. see what's going on? So, ladies, nothing more. They will be in town in October within this moment. That is tired of winning here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. How well versed are you in the world of archery, archery, my friend? Archery? Yeah. Have you done I mean, any of it? I've, I've shot an arrow before. How long ago was it? I mean, many, many, many moons ago. Like, are we talking like Cub Scouts, Big J, or that kind of thing? Um, no, I mean, it was it was sooner than that, but why? Well, because I I understand a little bit behind it, but it's my understanding that you're you're pretty close to whatever target that you're doing when you're doing archery, and you're just trying to get it into the realm of the actual target itself. I'm trying to figure out how this happens, but over well, in China, on the bow or- there there is a woman who was in her yard doing some gardening uh, until it rained arrows from the sky, Big J, and she caught one right in her damn eye socket. Apparently, her neighbor had been shooting arrows and practicing his archery skills, and one shot got away from him and went up in the air and went into his neighbor's yard and came down in her damn eye socket. 
Now, the good news is they were able to remove the arrow along with her eye, Big J, but no internal yeah. organs were actually damaged. But the patient's still in recovery. Obviously, she'll never use that eye again. And the neighbor is now under investigation because they're trying to figure out, and I'm trying to figure out, which is why I asked the question if you were an expert or not, as to how this happens. How you go from trying to fire at a target in your backyard to putting so much air underneath it that it flies into your neighbor's yard and hits her in the eye. Also, she would have to be looking up at the precise time. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this it's, a, is it's a, a million to one shot. It really, really is. I, I highly doubt this happened on purpose, but the amount of things that have to happen for it to accidentally even go down this way boggles my mind. Although technically, Big J, would that be considered a bullseye? Or is it just a neighbor's eye when you're scoring this particular Yeah, it de- depends on which uh, sport you're playing. Gotcha. I guess, but neighbor's eye sounds good to me. Sounds like it's a tougher target to hit than a bullseye, if we're being perfectly honest. But, I mean, I guess maybe he could have slipped or something and the elevation could have raised. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean they're, they're, I, it sounds like a, a, a real accident. I don't know how far away they were. Yes. Well, neighbors. So, you're right. I don't know how far away the actual shot was as well. But I'm just trying to – yeah, because, I mean, there's a big difference from, you know, aiming, you know, horizontally towards a target and then the arrow going vertically. You'd have to slip yeah, or something. The, the more elevation, the further it's going to go. Or maybe he was doing something stupid and firing up and trying to hit things in his yard and it, the wind took it and it just got away from him. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stupid things that could also have been attempted. But if you are shooting arrows towards the sky like this is Lord of the Rings, probably not a good play. And then you have to turn to your friend and say, well, we'll fight in the shade. Right. <laughs> what comes up must come down, usually, especially when it comes to arrows. So be careful, please. Morning After with Naked Big J. Your bad impressions are next on the X Rocks. Big J on 100.3, the X. Bad impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. Easy in, easy out location next to the Idaho Center. Exit off the freeway. And Nick, we have a great prize here this morning. Tickets to our uh, Battle of the Bands show. It's happening July 29th here at the Rev Center. And of course, uh, the winner of this will open up for X-Fest 22. And uh, we're talking Life Upon Liars, We Were Giants, Roses Are Dead, Basement, and Artificial Aliens. All those bands vying to be uh, the opener for X-Fest uh, 2022. And uh, we need your vote, so we need to hook you up with those tickets. You uh, figure out what uh, Bad Impressions is this morning, and boom, you will win those. 208-287-1003. My guess is you won't need all three clues today but we shall see. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Oh, hello. Oh, uh, scared. Hello, the X. Good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Brandon. All right, Brandon, you're up first. Good luck. Hey, Polly, why you got to be such a bum? Uh, Yo, Adrian. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Good no. job, Brandon. Hang on one second. Rocky. Three was going to be what? Uh, Apollo Creed, Clubber Lang, and even Ivan Drago, all tough knockouts. And why is Sylvester Stallone in the news? Well, he, uh, he listen, you know, part of uh, Sylvester's part-time deal that he loves, that he's been doing forever, is he loves to paint. And he uh, he posted on his Instagram page uh, the other day a painting uh, of a guy, and he, it's uh, it's very uh, strange and weird, but it's all for it. <laughs> an interesting thing, because, uh, see, Sylvester Stallone, synonymous with Rocky, I mean, he pretty much created the character, wrote and directed almost all the the movies and um you know he doesn't own any of the rights to any of that in fact uh, it's been one of those things that he's been fighting for for all these
these years. I think really what ended up happening, if I know the story correctly, is he just kind of got taken advantage of by Erwin Winkler, who is um, uh, the guy who owns the rights. And, you know, he was young. He was young when he was doing all this stuff, and he was just desperate to get started in Hollywood. And so he made a bad deal, and he didn't get I thought he rights. made that deal so that he could direct. Like, that was one of the consolations he made in order to yeah. make the movie he wanted to but do. But I also don't think he realized what I'm saying is, is you know, he just didn't realize what he was doing. Well, who knew it was going to be a, a movie franchise? You know what I sure, mean? Plus, still going. After all this time, he's refused to even share any of the the stuff with him, and so he's been upset about it for years. I'm not sure what he thinks he's going to get by complaining about it. Uh, quote, after Irwin controlling Rocky for over 47 years and now Creed, Stallone wrote, uh, really, I would like to have at least a little of what's left of my rights back before passing it on to only your children. I believe that would be a fair gesture from this 93-year-old gentleman. Uh, and it's weird. I, I'm not sure wh- why anybody would do that. It is weird that he's picking on an old man, number one. Number two, also, look, dude, you're doing okay. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, here's the thing. That old man probably picked on him. Sure. And, and well, who knows? Well, I mean, I, I've seen some of the some of him talk about this in the past, and it really is a very um, vitriol type of uh, relationship. There would have so. to be some sort of hard feelings between both of them for it to get to this point. You're absolutely correct. So I'm sure nobody's perfect in this scenario, but also, uh, yeah, I mean, if he's 93, odds are things probably aren't going to work out by now. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, that's probably why Rocky trying to get in his punches in. Right. It's too late. And you making terrible paintings about the guy probably ain't going to help. No, it's there. great. I, I, I applaud his efforts. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> Bad Wolves wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this Tuesday morning. Big J will be watching a movie called Most Dangerous Game. It is available on Amazon Prime if you'd like to watch it as well. He'll give us a full review of how good or bad it is tomorrow morning. We also had a chance to talk a little bit about chivalry and holding the door open and the proper response to that, as well as some archery lessons this morning. So it was a busy Tuesday, that's for sure. Leaves you with the floor, Big J. Imagine planning your wedding, Nick, uh, and you're going to get the nuptials all done and taken care of there in Hawaii and uh, a huge wave crashes into your wedding venue and destroys everything. What is a wedding if not uh, dealing with unexpected Trump. Yeah, that's what you get for planning a wedding in Hawaii uh, when it's next in hurricane season, by the way. Is it hurricane season? Uh, I guess so, yeah. And uh, they had been concerned about the tropical storm Darby and it climbed to category three hurricane and then uh, it kind of went away. And then, but the waves came crashing into their wedding. That'll do it. Uh, that will 100% no, do it. No, no word on Dave Matthews if he was there near the uh, area. The waves crashing into him. I don't understand. Okay, it was another poor what? attempt at a What was the reference, though? Crash into me. Oh, oh, okay. All right, yeah, that was a long walk. But uh, I will it's say... Almost three for three. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was I was stuck on the waves part, not the crash part. That was my own that was my own mental handicap, but we'll deal with it. Uh, don't forget, you have an opportunity to enjoy the Snake River Stampede. It begins tonight, goes through the 23rd. It is the 107th Snake River Stampede. It's still going strong. The wildest and fastest show on earth. It's happening July 19th through the 23rd at the Ford Idaho Center. Check out snakeriverstampede.com for tickets and information. That's it for us. Jason Drew's coming in next. We'll see you guys tomorrow. It's the X Rocks. 
The Morning After podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, idahoadvocates.com.